All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You're watching Oilers Nation every day with Tyler Uramchuk. Your one-stop shop for all things Oilers. Both of these things cannot happen at the same time. Only one can exist. The Oilers extend their winning streak to eight games. Jay shows up on time for the start of the show. Let's find out with the lead. Welcome into Oilers Nation every day, live from the Sports Closet Studio, a short for giant game day edition of the show. Yes, you've been voting in the poll on YouTube. Is Jay here to start the show? Our grand reveal. Jay, your thoughts? Speechless again. Speechless again. Jay is not here to be in the show, which means 52% of you were correct on YouTube. Um, <laughs> welcome in to the program today. Yes, short for giant game day. Like I said, the Oilers are going for an eighth straight victory. Liam, what a day. I know this is a, uh, this is nice. This mm-hmm. is nice to be a part of this little roller coaster on the, we're on the flat part right now. I'm ready for the loop de loops again at some point, but no, um, that involves losses. I don't want that. At least not tonight. You never watched Edmonton or this play before. Well, I, I mean, the there is something will... to be said about they're like minus five fifty favorites tonight on the money line. Yeah, this Hawks team is largely junk outside of Bedard um, and Jason Dickinson. Well, I mean, six goals in his last ten. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. <laughs> um, all right, who's over on the Finning Cat YouTube chat? It's JT who says all three of Connor to score a goal, Hyman and Drysaddle to score. Oilers going to crush it tonight and keep rolling, 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 rolling. All right. I don't know that song. Hey, hey look who showed up. No, uh, we're Jay, not. We it's didn't 12.03. <laughs> what? 
Uh, here's how these two sides match up. Oilers, what, what, what the hell is this? What do you mean, what is this? Let me talk about the fact the Oilers are 12, 12, and 1, back at 500. <laughs> yeah. I forgot how tall you were, actually, which is part of the reason when I said that. that boy, not yeah. that. It's the fact that oh, you were jammed were in, in there. there. You were just jammed all up over there. If you were here on dime, we could have set it all up. <laughs> My height has nothing to do with this. Sure. Yeah, uh, six three, if you're wondering. <laughs> over on the Finning Guy YouTube, YouTube chat, Chris is in and says, first time commenter, Tyler, saw you in the nation truck on St. Albert Trail. Thanks for the wave. Was he <clears throat> eating? What were you eating today? I was, I mean, I shouldn't even. Oh, he's having a bagel. I was eating a bagel while we did our Tuesday morning meeting. What kind of bagel? Everything. Just butter. Everything just butter. Like everything bagel, but it sounds everything bagel with just butter on it. I don't even know what that means. Yes. So everything's got like the sesames, the poppy seeds, like onion flavor. I yeah, not really a bagel guy. You're not a bagel guy. No, I a uh, crumpet guy. Come on, I do like a good crumpet. I had a I had a a bowl bowl of (laughs) I had a bowl of mini wheats this morning. Wow. Yeah. Exciting morning. You can get just you can get two bags of bagels from Costco uh-huh. for like seven ninety nine. That's a good deal. And then just freeze them. Yep. And pull them out as you need them. It's a great value. Kind of like bread. Uh, sure, yeah, you can get but for like frozen bread. Frozen bread doesn't hold that well. What? What? I don't know. Sometimes I'm a little bit like, yeah, not sold on frozen bread. What's the difference? Something about a frozen bagel that just vibes a little bit. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, just completely different from bread. Yeah, in my opinion, different makeup. I guess you know, whatever. Uh, (laughs) Oilers going for eight in a row tonight. Jay, they're back at five hundred. Did you think they could be back at five hundred? Like on November twelfth, about asked you. Do you think they'll be back at five hundred? I told you on Friday by Monday morning they would be back to five hundred. I said it actually on this show. We talked Friday. We talked about it yesterday on the program. They are. And you were giving me shit in the group chat about my bet later. Yeah. So brave. We'll get into that too. Also, Aaron's not here today because he got a flat tire. So our boy Pat is uh, producing the show today. Hello, Pat. Hello. Sherwood Ford mobile service truck at your. It'll help you out. Yeah, That's why you go to Sherwood Ford the Giant. Um, Liam, anyways, uh, we were talking yesterday over the course of this winning streak. It's not just the fact that they've been winning hockey games. Like the confidence level is very high here. They're not squeaking out victories. They're not getting, you know, it's not like Stuart Skinner stealing every game. Like they're going out and without a doubt being the better team in each of these games. I'm going to quote Shorzy. Um, they're never going to lose again. It does kind of feel like that, doesn't it? I was thinking it's about that. The power today. of confidence. Yeah. I was thinking about that. I was like, what happens when you're actually there, like, will they ever lose again? <laughs> I was thinking is like when they inevitably lose one game, I wonder what it's going to be like. I wonder how they're going to lose it. Because right now, it just feels like they're going to have to be... If someone's going to beat them, they have to be beat. Yeah. Like, I could see Vasilevsky on Thursday, like, turning in a vintage Vasilevsky performance, and the Oilers lose 3-2 or something, right? Uh, I I think, think, like, I think when they lose, I think they're going to lose. Just because, like, the tank's on empty, and they just need to recharge the batteries. They're just going to, like, have a real rough game. It's just interesting. Like everything just not connecting one game. And that's fine. Yeah, that'd be fine. Yeah, it is. It's matter as how after you we back after, after we have 13 dubs stacked up, you know? Yeah. They've they've just they've got such a a good schedule in the sense of the way things are spread out. 
until like their only back to back is the Devils and the Rangers. The last two games of the before the Christmas break, mm-hmm. which is tough two games. That obviously. Rangers games are scheduled loss, but also you can just give it everything in that Rangers game and you have five. Uh, what's that? Six days off. Yeah. So you guarantee they lose that game. I mean, it's. <clears throat> That's a tough road trip. Scheduled loss doesn't mean it's a guaranteed loss. It's just one of those games where you look at and go, if they come out flat there, you kind of go, hey, you're looking ahead to the Christmas break already. Second of back-to-backs, end of a road trip. Like, Mm -hmm. If they come out flat in that one, excusable. Every other game up until then is entirely winnable. So we, Tyler asked me the question yesterday. Percentage chance the Oilers go undefeated on this homestand? I said 70%. I said 40. (sighs) So they have Blackhawks, Tampa Bay, Florida, and now order. Yeah, it's it's daunting. Like like Blackhawks, yeah, Lightning, yeah. You don't like they're just Lightning just aren't clicking. Um, but you can never write them off. No, I know. Are the it's, Panthers playing in Calgary on Friday? Oh, they usually it seems like every time a team comes in, they're playing the night before in Calgary. Uh, no, they're not. They we, play. In, they play Thursday in. They Van. play Monday in Calgary, but it's through third of the four game road trip for them because there's yeah. Seattle today, Vancouver Thursday, Edmonton oh. Saturday, Calgary Monday. You know what? I, I I said the comment earlier, so I have to double down on it. 100% chance. You think they're going to roll through the rest of this bad boy? They're never going to lose again. Yep. It's interesting. I think uh, they might only lose two games before Christmas. They'll win every game the rest of the season and still not beat the Bruins record. <laughs> Would they not? I don't know. <laughs> no, that would be like 141 points if they won the rest of the games the rest of the season. Your Amtrak math. That'd be pretty good. It'd be pretty good. Um, all right, let's get into the Sherwood Ford giant game day side of things where the Sherwood Ford service and parts department is engaged in the season. With Aaron Bordado. Yeah, they're helping out Aaron. Uh, they're selling winter tires, winter rims, mountain balance, and wheel alignments. They have a tire quote tool on their website. So if you know nothing like cars, like me, they can help you out making sure you get the right set of wheels on your vehicle uh, this winter season. Also, their mobile service van will come to customers in the Edmonton region for their winter tire swap as well. Just like, again, they're helping out our boy Aaron. Um, Let's get into things. This Hawks team, you guys, is not that good. Just kind of straight up. So far in the month of December, they are 2-3-1 and with wins against the Ducks. Doesn't count. And their other win was against (laughs) the Blues. I'm choosing not to count that one. So they haven't been good so far in the month of December. You get a look at the head-to-head here between these two sides. Oilers, that goals per game, again, getting to be one of the best marks in the entire NHL. That goals against per game is starting to slip down as well. And this is just a Hawks team that doesn't score that much. Wow, hot on the power play. That's ugly, hey? 10% on the power play. Connor Bedard on there. What was it at the start of the season that fellow who comes on the DFO? John Goins had a great yeah, breakdown. what did he say? He was saying like the play is just weren't good enough to play with a dog almost that like they would just, they didn't expect the passes he was making. Yeah. Well, so he ran through about 12 clips and this was back in like early November. I think he had 12 games. clips lined up of Bedard, like ripping a pass through four skates and like Lucas Reichel backdoor just like can't handle it. Cause he's like not looking, he's not ready. He's got one hand on his stick. Like all these instances of guys on the Hawks who are floating around on the power play and Bedard hits them with a pass yeah. and they just fumble it. Cause they're like, where did that come from? That was like, you got to learn to play with something like that. Same with McDavid. Like yep. McDavid's first, like he would do all those crazy uh, end-to-end rushes and then throw a puck right over the middle where if a guy was, would have a very good chance. He's just not there. He's not expecting any of this to happen. 
Uh, and so like now obviously he's got better players playing around him, but also people are getting used to it as well. So I, I can, I can see that, but you know, be there on the back door, be ready. How Always the, be ready. How are the Oilers in the second year of McDavid? I'm really bad. We made the playoffs. 15, Did 16 they? was his rookie year. 16, 17. What have been playoff? playoff. Yeah. We clinched in mid March. Just wonder how quickly Chicago is going to want to turn these things around. Like you can't just have the dog just like having these moments where like guys can't even handle his pass on the power play because he's so much better than everyone. Like right now he's playing with Ovillier and Philip Kurashev. Yeah, not good. I know they've had injuries and stuff, which doesn't help. They just but... need to know, like, like remember these guys are NHL players. Like they're good enough to receive a pass. They just yes. need to like. Now know it's coming, even though you can't even see. There's four guys between you and Bedard. You can't see him. Just like have your stick on the ice and be ready to accept the pass. Mm -hmm. Like Maynard Nugent Spivey says, you know, very few players can play with these guys. And I think it takes a certain type of player. Maynard Nugent Spivey? That's his name. That's his name. Hold on. Yeah. It's it's chat. He's in there every day. That's an interesting name. They always ask me if the wave is allowed at certain points of the game, too. It took Edmonton a while to find... Pat Maroon, right? Who was the first one who really gelled with McDavid. And it doesn't even take, it's not like there's one specific type of player. Like we've seen McDavid now gel with high skill guys, with guys who love going to the net. I would argue Zach Hyman, and we'll talk about how good that duo has been in just a second. Zach Hyman is just faster, more skilled Pat Maroon, right? He loves going to the net. He has that knack for kind of knowing where to have his stick when he's around the blue paint. So Connor can find it. So I think it's just a matter of time until Chicago stumbles into finding the right type of guy to play with uh, Connor Bedard. Because the other thing is they have a boatload of cap space. Their projected cap space this summer, $52.2 million. Who's the big dog on the market? Well, just quickly. Also, they have two first rounders this year, two first rounders next year, three seconds this year, two next year and three the year after that. So they might not even have to shop on the free agent side of things. They might be able to just go and commit assets to going to get someone on the trade yeah, market yeah, yeah. as well like it's, stamkos is he available oh if he's a pending ufa well obviously so the big names in terms of point production this year that are pending ufas you got sam reinhardt that would make a lot of sense go get a veteran high-end finisher to slot next to bedard sam reinhardt might command nine million plus chicago can give him that i, I don't it. think a lot of competitive teams will be able to um william nylander's a pending ufa Ooh. yep Oh, that'd be interesting. Yep. Jake Gensel's a pending UFA. Yep. That so would there's make definitely sense. options. Stamkos, uh, Pavelski, you know, lowercase examples, Tyler Toffoli, Jonathan March. So guys who are just, you know, good NHLers. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, there's a few up at the higher end of things. Although I would imagine Stamkos, Nylander, Gensel all get re-signed, but Sam Reinhardt is probably the one who makes the most sense. Yeah, I would pay that, man. What's he having a, having a great year, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. did we get the... Oh, okay. So a little bit of news today from the NHL. First off, Dmitry Samurakov cleared waivers. Former friend. Well, so I think you Clint can officially Austin. say we won the Klim Costin trade, <laughs> yeah, even was, though yeah. neither player is still with the organization that made the trade. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jacob Verana's on waivers right now. No. You're, you're out on Verana. Man, he just has, unfortunately, has problems, right? Like, I know he's going to come back from it yeah. and everything, but... The others don't need to have another project where they have. To we love projects, though. Maybe the Conor McDavid. I'm just playing devil's advocate. I know. I know. Do. Like he's 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 going through getting the change of scenery. He's you know doing the things uh, that you do to try to get a guy going. Yeah. 
You're not seeing it. They now want to move on from him. Uh, you know, but like, then you put your Oilers hat on. You're like, we have no money. <laughs> so yeah, Jacob Brad is exciting because get him to retain half, get him down, bring in a f- five more teams, scrub it down. <laughs> so he's $3. He's only retained <laughs> once, right? Yep. He's been retained yeah. once. So he can only be retained one more time. But you get him retained down, he'd be like $1.15 million. So goals? why would St. Louis want to help us when they're above us in the standings? Because from their perspective, they want to get rid of Verana now. Yep. There is a downside to having a guy like that if he's disgruntled and whatever. There's a downside to having him in the organization. Is that, is that the rumor he's disgruntled? I think that's kind of the thing with him is that that happens pretty quickly. He, he wears thin. Um, but the other side of Verana is right now he's a dead one point something million dollars in the minors. Go to the Blues and say, hey, we'll give you a fifth round pick. Keep half his money. There's no difference from the Blues. They just get a fifth round pick and they get this guy out of their lineup. And when you look at the numbers of when he's jumped into new teams, when he went from Washington to Detroit that first time, he went in the final There's 11. Electric. He went in the final 11 games of that season and scored eight goals. And then the next season, he scored 13 and 26 before he eventually went into Is he a right shot? Uh, no, he's a left guys. shot. Yeah. And then last year, uh, put him on his offside. Well, right. <laughs> so last year when he had the issue, went to the NHL player assistance program, and then they shipped him to St. Louis. He scored 10 goals in his first 20 games with the blues. He's a pending UFA at the end of the season. So there's no long-term commitment. If you're looking for a guy who is just going to go score goals for you, that's an interesting fit. So, I'm, but let's say, so he's two and a half right now, right? So if they, so 2.62, so how do we take him on? You have to send someone down. And what do we do? Do we have 500 grand a room? Just, you know what? I might hate this idea, but I'm going to throw it out there. Uh-huh. The blues don't have a ton of money, but maybe it doesn't even work. But what about a uh, Warren Fogel in the trade? No, no, no. You, Warren Fogel is a, is a positive you, asset. You know, I think Verana could be too. Yeah. But you know what you've got mm. with Fogel. Moran is a scratch ticket. So you can't take out like a, a very well-known commodity for a scratch ticket. I'm, we have to find another way. Bogle just went 16 games without scoring a goal is all I'm saying. But he was, I agree. Yeah. But he was productive in those games and also still has more goals than Verana this season and didn't score. But the idea season. of getting a guy like Verana who could potentially go pop home 15, yeah, 17 but, goals okay. from out to the end of the year. Yeah. But just think of someone else other than Fogel. How about this idea? So the others right now have 238 grand mm-hmm. in the cap space. Swimming in it. I would love $238,000. Seems like a lot of money to me. So if they... they could, some bagels. They could just run six defensemen and just call someone up if you need to, right? Like, And then just send down Ernie but, and then kind of works, right? Sending down Ernie, I think. I, you can't run just 60 on the roster. I'd be a little worried. Guy gets sick before the game. Guy gets hurt in warm-up. You're playing with 5D. Or you got to be prepared. To keep a seventh D man on the roster, yeah, yeah I agree. You, you can send go down two forwards. Down. Yeah, you can send down two forwards. You yeah, can go back to twelve way, forwards. Send two guys down. Yeah. So who do you send down? Ernie Ganya. I don't know. I don't like this idea at all. Okay. So we're out on Verana. Yeah. Like, what is he going to bring? Like, he's good. I'm not if saying he can he's not bring seventy percent of hmm. you know his Washington Capital early Detroit Red Wing self. Maybe worth it. Maybe because like it's. It pushes Connor Brown down. It just, it just, it does help it, things. If, you know, if, like I said, we're, we're speculating on what his performance will be. There's just too many Fs. You need a more. Yeah. And yeah, right. but we know when you have no money, you have to, you have to live in like, ifs and buts. Texier 
What, I like Texier. Yeah, That'd be a better just option. quickly to wrap up Verana. Riley says if he was a right shot, I'd be more inclined. Yeah, I think true. that's where I come out too. Like, yeah. if he shot right, I'd be in on it. I'm just presenting an argument. I actually, I wouldn't want them to give up Fogel for him. Um, I don't even don't? understand what this means. No, I don't. I was just presenting the case oh, for why so, it maybe wait, makes it sense. Like so automatic. Pull up Maynard again. I don't even understand this. I think you say well, you say Magnus Payavi looks mm-hmm. like John Tanelli. Oh, yeah, never mind. Take it off. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't know. That's why I pulled it off. John Travolta. John Tanelli, wasn't he like a, I feel like that's like a 90s, 80s, 90s guy. Tyson agrees with you, Jay, in the Finning Cat YouTube chat. Like Jay said, we know what we have with Fogel. Why would we move him for a guy when we don't know how he would fit? Yeah, that's right. And I mean, Fogel's liked in the room and all that. Like, there's other stuff there. And I agree with what you were getting at, Liam, where you can go find a similar player to Verana, a guy with some offensive upside on another team. I love the idea of Alex Tessier. 1.5 million bucks, RFA at the end of the season. If you get Columbus to keep half of that, you slide them right into your lineup and you're good to go. You yeah. don't need to do any cap gymnastics. It's yeah, just wave Ernie, down. bring Tessier in. Yeah, done. Easy. So I like Tessier and he can play all three forward positions. Apparently he's 24 years old. Like that'd be a really good fit. The guy who left for a year because he was having problems, right? And then came yep. back and came kind back. of found himself again. It's going to be interesting to see what they they do. Because it seems like nobody wants anybody to be traded, but the others can't do anything about trading something. They, yes. They, they, unless they, they have move to Campbell, do something. They have to. Oh, man. They, unless they can find a way to move Campbell, that's the only way no one can move out the lineup. And if Ken Holland can do that, I'll take back everything I said. Move Campbell? They can move Campbell. Then this team is cruising. I am also still very, well, very... depends what you're doing how much it costs and yeah. what you're doing now with that space. But I'm also very much so on, I liked your idea a couple weeks ago. I know Frank shot it down, but the idea of, do you, can you get out of Campbell and keep enough cap space this year to figure to, out, to for, figure out the no, Brown, but I, 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 I'm with Frank on that. It's but what it's, if the like, time is now, like, it's but now, no, but I you agree. can add to this team with Campbell still on the books, right? So if you get Campbell off the books, you can still add, $2 million, which is a ton at the deadline and send down Ernie. So it's 2.7 or include Fogel in a deal. So it's more like you can do both is kind of what I think. Yeah. And the thing is too, if I'm know, knowing this correctly, you don't need to, ha- it's whatever the, the gap is, right? Mm-hmm. It's what Brown will occupy. Yeah. So if it's 2 million, then you only have to pay him 1 million next year. Yeah. So that's an option. Speaking of we'll Jack Campbell, happens. the Bakersfield Condors are playing right now. Really? And he stopped all 10 shots he faced in the first period. The second wow. period is about to get uh, going. All right, trade him now. Yeah. That, that's why JB, JBD said, Campbell, the guy's got a shutout going. <laughs> and that would also be why Jack Campbell's not in our YouTube chat right now. True. He's busy playing a game. Busy. Oh, so the theory is holding true. I'm sure whoever runs that Jack Campbell account is just busy at work and not busy at work <laughs> in the sense of playing in an American Hockey League game, just busy at an Why are they job. playing right now? Uh, I don't. I have no idea. Oh, it's probably like a skip school promotion or oh, something. It's probably just full, yeah, yeah. This is when I the the one Conjures game I went to was like 11 a.m. on a weekday, mm. and it was full of kids doing the screaming, whipping, the whipping. <laughs> uh, short for giant game day question of the show, guys. Calvin Pickard was very good against the New Jersey Pickard Devils. Is a very good goaltender. Just, just saying. Would you start him tonight? No. No. Why not? Oh, he got his game. Stu plays tonight. Like, you know, you, you, 
you definitely use them here in the next couple of weeks. For so sure. are you starting your note on Pickard too? No, I think you got to know your role of yeah, but ride them while the hands hot. But Stu's also yeah. hot. Man, good point. I just uh, he like, wasn't great against Mini. Sorry. It, if you have a forward who scores two goals in a game but doesn't play on the power play, you're not going to put him on the power play the next day. So if Calvin Pickett has a good game, it doesn't mean he's now your starting goaltender. I'm not saying and he's also, a starting some, goalie, but this I, is a junk offensive team. But sometimes too, it's good to give Skinner yeah. an easy night, easier night, build a momentum you know? against Florida. Campo. He'll probably, okay, so, I, 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 I hear what you're saying, but me it's, too. I, I, well, I want to make sure we are considering Calvin Pickard more often, just because anytime he's gone in, he's been fine. He's been fine. Mm-hmm. I might play him against the Islanders. I think that would be my next start for Cal. Well, but if you're going to play him against the Islanders, and then you're also playing him in one of the back-to-backs, you're giving him two of those three. But well, maybe you don't need to because then you have five days off. So you're going to play Skinner both of the back-to-back. I would play Skinner both those games. Um, the Oilers did. Wow, that is a crappy road trip. They go to the east, then to the west. Yeah, but they're home for six days, right? So it's not a terrible time to have to do. Do you it. remember when that? I used to be absolute gauntlet. Sharks, Kings, Ducks. Yeah, it's actually been just, a bit of a gauntlet this season for them too, in some ways. But. Yeah, Sharks are tough for us. Uh, Kings <laughs> yeah. are super tough. Yeah. Jay, would you find a start for Pickard before the doubleheader? I don't think you start him against the Islanders. And no, they, well, no, well, I mean, he's starting one of those three games. Maybe, a, maybe a start him against Tampa. Depending how Stu plays tonight, potentially. But it's, yeah. it's scary. Like I feel like Tampa's a sleeping bear. Like at some point, they're just going to wake up and figure it out. Uh, Kyle is in and says, give Pickard, Florida, or Tampa. He's proven he can handle a competent team. Riley says, I would go with Pickard and see if he could ride the hot hand and give Skinner a rest. I think there is logic behind that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, um, I'm now, as, as we talk about it more, I'm, I'm not opposed if they did. Because then I think you're you have a fully fully rested Stuart Skinner going against Tampa and Florida. Yeah. Also, Skinner wasn't great against Mini, so it's a little bit of you play good, you get rewarded. No, no. He's put it in the start, chat. Put it in the chat. He's just starting goaltender. Like, you got to go back to him in moments. Would be like, hey, you're not going to play this game, and it doesn't matter if uh, Pickett's good or not. You're going to play against Chicago. Mm-hmm. Sergeant Battle says he'd play Pickard against Tampa. Oh, I mean, it, it, I mean, like it gets, I said, sleeping barely. Like if they wake, it's Kucherov, it's Stamkos, it's yeah. Point, and it's Kuch- Janot, it's Hagel. Yeah, they popped home <laughs> like a million against the Oilers. Like it's time. scary. Yeah, they're, they're too good. To uh, how they're, how they're just not connecting right now is beyond me, and hopefully that continues on this mm-hmm. week. But we can't look past the Chicago Blackhawks, gentlemen. No, it's not an it's not a free space in the bingo card. Yeah, any team can win on any night in uh, the NHL. Let's get to a few game notes, and it's brought to you by Charm Diamond Centers, proudly Canadian owned and operated since 1972, with more than 85 locations across the country through Charm and their sister brands. And guess what? They want to give you a chance to win five thousand dollars, a five thousand dollar gift card. How? Really? Yeah. Wow. So that's a lot of money on a gift that'll, card. That'll help. That'll help. Uh, help there, what? You can Your be proposal. My propose. Propose. That's how you can win it. Uh, tag at Charm Diamonds on Instagram in a poster story with a video or photo of your propose, and be sure to hashtag the propose to be entered. For more info, go to CharmDiamondCenters.com. Uh, all right, here's some stats for you. The Oilers' power play: forty-three point five percent during the seven-game heater. Decent. 
That's very, very good. Oh, okay. And it will be a lot for the Blackhawks to handle considering they have the 21st ranked penalty kill in the NHL and the Oilers have been beating up on some good penalty kills as of late. I know what you're doing. What? I know what you're doing. Mm, okay. You're conditioning the audience. Oh, yeah. Okay. You're conditioning sure. the audience. Let me bravery. let me finish up my game notes here. Uh, the Oilers have had a lot of high-end skill. <clears throat> the Chicago Blackhawks, they don't have depth or high-end skill. It's basically just Bedard. I hate when you talk like this. Only He's setting the stage for us to just go and lay, lay an egg. Of the players on the Hawks who have played at least 10 games this season, only three of them are above half a point per game. The Oilers have six who are above half a point per game, but all six of them are above 0.8. Evander Kane is the lowest at 0.88. At 0.88, on top of him, you have Nuge, Hyman, Bush, Dry, and McDavid. Only four players on the Blackhawks have found the back of the net five times or more this season. The Oilers have six. But of those six, four of them have 10-plus goals. The Oilers have a massive, massive advantage when it comes to high-end skill. That goes without saying. Granted, the Oilers' depth has not been all that good this season, but the point is the Hawks just haven't been getting anything lines one through four. Like Jason Dickinson is second on their team in goals. That's not exactly good. The Hawks have struggled at generating shots. They are 27th in the NHL in shots four per 60 at five on five. They've struggled at preventing shots. They are 27th in the NHL at five on five shots against per 60. All the Oilers need to do, guys, is come out and play or B minus level. I'm starting to tonight. think the Oilers should win this hockey game. You've convinced me. Yeah, they should do what they did against the NHL. That's the thing, though. It's the the evidence is too damning. It's too scary. Naeem now says, you got me scared. Naeem says, Tyler, if we lose to Chicago, will you shave your head a la Gregor? No, I will not do that. Um, uh, Davin is in shave in the ring of confidence. Chicago <laughs> is 10% on the power play. So they're scoring on the power play yes. tonight. I would not wow. bet on that just simply because the Oilers penalty kill since Knobloch has taken over has been absolutely electric. The Oilers penalty kill during the course of this winning streak, 95.8%. 24 for 25, gentlemen. 94.8. 95.8. 95.8. And 24 for 25? Yeah. When, do I, when was that goal? Or 23 for 24, something like that. Uh, I don't Vegas remember. You know what? doesn't matter. I don't know. I was just thinking. But they've been playing very well. And it's because Coach Knobloch is allowing his coaches to have influence on the game. Elaborate. Woodcroft didn't allow. That's a bit of a chicken egg debate. Not really. What so? What's the influence on the game? These coaches mm-hmm. evidently now have more influence on the game from stuff like uh, Stewart with his face-offs. Stewart is also the penalty kill guy. The penalty kill has gone through the roof. We've never seen the penalty kill like this before. No, nope. the power play. I know McDavid is healthy, so maybe we can eliminate that one a little bit. But like the blue line is advancing the puck so much better. There's just a everything is going very well for them right now but it's from different people have an influence on the game. I don't think Dave Manson would have ever got this blue line the way it is right now outside of what Paul Coffey has done. So is that, is that a Jay Woodcroft thing, not giving them the opportunity or was Dave Manson just not maybe as good of a coach as we thought? Well, maybe it's a bit of both. Sure. Sure. I just, I'm not saying Jay Woodcroft's a bad coach by any means. We've had this argument before, but like things are looking pretty good without him. Uh, I, I think it's fair to say we have not seen this team play this good in all aspects of the game ever. Allow me to paraphrase. You're saying Jay Woodcroft sucks. I'm saying maybe he's not as good as we 
all thought he was. I refuse to believe that. That's fine. I think he's very good coach. I'm not saying, I'm not even saying that. Nobody they went through maybe. special teams heaters when Jay Woodcroft was the coach. It's not even about special teams heaters, though. It's about how they are at five, on, five, five. on five. Yeah. yeah. This team struggled at five on five in parts last season, if I remember rightly. The blue line, again, like Don, we have said multiple times, Darnell Nurse is playing his best hockey right now mm-hmm. with Paul Coffey. Bouchard is the same. Ekholm looks way different. We just Cody locked Smithy up the stats at the top it. line to give even more context because you brought up five on five pack. We, we grab those again. Like this is the best line in hockey go. right now. Nuge McDavid Hyman. So sure. I, I'm not sitting here saying Woodcroft is bad because that would be wrong. I'm just saying he's not as good as you thought. Yes. I don't agree with that for one second. But wow. how they won three playoff rounds with the dude. I, I agree that he was, he's very good. Very, very good. Coach. Stuart Skinner has a 943 save percentage over the okay. last couple of weeks. But yeah, what, what happened? He was like 840 with, with Woody. That's well, there you go. That's, that's pretty damn. But that's not on Woodcroft. That's pretty damn. It's not even about just Let's, this season. I'm just saying, like last season, I don't remember them ever being like this. They won 14 of their last like 15 yes, games, Liam. They weren't winning them like this. Yes, like they were. Okay, they were. I think this, they were. Okay, I just think. This is very, very good right now in every aspect. And we'll see what happens when inevitably they lose a mm-hmm. game and we'll see how they bounce back from it. But it's kind of crazy what they're doing right now. Everyone is playing well. Matias Yemak at a three-point game. I'm on Team Crumpet here, okay? Mr. Bagel over there. Team Couch. Yeah. Couch Crumpet Couch. Love seat. <laughs> it's got quite the dip to it. I This team still over this stretch has not shown me anything that they didn't that they didn't show me during the Woodcroft era. Okay. I'm not saying he's I think Woodcroft was good. I you know not, Liam, you know Liam? Just let him sit back and wait. Let's yes. just let, allow this to keep developing. But like you know? sit back and wait for what? What do you mean for what? <laughs> for this to just sustain. Yeah. You're never sure. gonna lose again, Tyler. I'm very so I am doing the opposite to also mush them. So tonight, one thing that one thing that'll help me get more on your side with all this is what happens when they lose. Yeah, I think that'll really determine this argument. Because if they lose, let's say they lose just again hypothetical, they lose on Thursday. What what comes out on Saturday? Is it a team that's flying out of the gates, ready to roll? Is it a new lineup combo? Because I'll be honest, again, Pat, give me those numbers of Nuge McDavid and Hyman. Never break up this line. Never break up this line. If they are capable of doing this over a seven-game stretch, never break them up. And what Woodcroft would do is if the Oilers lose to Tampa, it'd be McDry going nuclear Saturday night at home, and there'd be new looks all over the place. I'm interested to see if Knobloch kicks his feet back and says, we lost one game. Let's keep it rolling. I don't want to see the blender. If I don't see the blender, that is a that is a point for you in this argument. Well, what did we see when they lost three in a row? A little I, bit of the I blender. Can barely remember last week, so I can't remember like two there was weeks ago. To be there honest. were games when they, or there have been games under Knobloch where they'd go down early and he would go to the blender. Like I'm, I'm thinking back to the Seattle game when mm-hmm. they came back and won. That second period, he went to the blender a little bit, or, or at least put McDavid dry side altogether. I think you're chasing the game. That's just like, but they were bad. They were really, yeah, they really were. bad. Yeah. yeah, and then they switched it back to what the lines originally were, and they won the game. So yeah, it'll be interesting, and that'll help back up one of our points when whatever happens when they lose to Abazar. But I just think this coaching staff is, uh, is a little bit better. Tyler doesn't like coach garlic. Maybe, I, maybe I like- it's not even about Woodcroft and Knobloch, but more about like 
I guess Coffee and, and Manson and and whoever else was doing the the face off plays. I think I think Stuart was always doing the face off plays. Or maybe he was just told maybe to be Gully's a Maybe Gully's finally got his hands on the team. Yeah, you know? it, it, the fifth head coach really allowed, <laughs> really unlocked Glenn Gullitson's abilities. Like Glenn's strength, they had the best power play in NHL history last yeah, year. That was and awesome. For whatever reason, this year under Woodcroft, they were like twenty percent. Well, yeah, but it? now it's better under Knobloch. Who was no, it? it's not under Knobloch. It's still Gullitson, and it's the same guys like under Knobloch. The one thing I I will say, and I'll give the coaching staff a ton of credit for this. Oh. Boy, do they have Evan Bouchard's Norris case looking good, Jay? Oh, plus dude. four thousand right now. Okay, 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 okay. I don't want this to come off as a slight of Evan Bouchard. <laughs> like he is like the that, that is Evan Bouchard, the offense upside. Like that has never been disputed, and he is in the zone right now, which is exactly where we want Evan Bouchard to be. Is he still weak defensively? Is he made steps to improve a little bit? Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, but leaps, bounds. Well, that's aggressive, but uh, you know, like there's still like, but like the whole defensive core is just playing a lot better. But I think his confidence on the offensive side is really what's kind of masking everything else. What uh, Patrick didn't like the way I handled that, but I did. I, I, I had Bujangas on the sheet. Listen, I I disagree with you guys. I I love Jay Woodcroft, and I think this team was going. Why don't to- you marry him? Why don't you propose? <laughs> Maybe I would show Charm Diamond Center. Yeah, the gift uh, card. Yeah, we, yeah, get the gift card. <laughs> Woody, hit me up. Um, I, I just think this turnaround was coming with Jay Woodcock behind the bench. They just had to wait. You'll never be able to prove that. I know. And that's unfortunate. I just don't know. Like, I... This is a catalyst. Like, obviously, mm-hmm. Woodcroft was very good when he was here. But the first, like, 18... What was he? Did he play 18 games this season with Woodcroft? Whatever it was. Yeah. Wasn't good. Like in nope. many, many ways. Uh, you didn't like, like that? No, I did not. I didn't know. But also, every at. mistake ended up in the back of his net. Like he, Naeem oh, pointed but, out in the chat, he didn't get help. Goals, anyway. Well, there was just everyone was making mistakes. But maybe that was strategy, too. Not to obviously put the puck in the net, but like maybe the way, coach? <laughs> maybe the way they were playing was because of the way they were being coached. Well, that, but it, it didn't help going into the season, be like, we're changing our structure. Yeah, that was right. Not, like that, not great. Yeah, you you do that, it's got to work because now we got something to sink our teeth into. Anyways, we'll find out. We will. I All hope right. I'm right because if I'm not, then something went wrong with the team. All right, there's your game notes for Charm Diamond Center. Find them on Instagram at Charm Diamonds. Let's get to our uh, giant keys to victory for today. It's brought to you by Sherwood Power Sports and Marine. We are coming right down the stretch, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. It is almost. Grand opening time for our out in Sherwood Park. What do you need? Pontoon boat? They got it. Fishing boat? They got it. ATVs? They got it. Side-by-sides? Liam? They got it. They got it. Motorcycles? Jay? Do they have it? They got it. Oh, sweet. Opening up February 2024 in the heart of Sherwood Park, 371 Lakeland Drive. Is power sports just like... That's like quads and stuff too, right? Mm -hmm. And you just no, I know. Yeah, that eight, that eight, that eight, I was just thinking, I was, I wonder if they'll have like a bit of an off road area because Sherwood Ford has that. Mm-hmm. Remember when we test drove the Bronco last summer? Yeah, right? we did. We went we up went and, a little off road in. So I wonder if they'll have that too. That'd be cool. That was cool. Yeah, they'll have that. We'll see. All right. Uh, they have boats at uh, Power Well, they have a 91,000 liter test pool and they're not driving quads in it. Well, hopefully not. <laughs> uh, short more giant keys to victory, Jay. And maybe a squads. Maybe. Those do this. exist, yeah. Key to victory, Jay. Uh, well, we're playing the Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, Uremchuk, as he's put it, has told a bunch of 
damning information mm-hmm. that would suggest we should win. So do not stoop down to the Blackhawks level. Keep up our intensity and let's put up seven against the Blackhawks. Yeah, I'm, mine's going to be what they did against Anaheim. Why just let your skill just dominate the game? Yeah, pretty much. It's gonna should be a simple night if they do that. But, but like, don't, yeah, just make sure that effort's there. Yes, the effort, effort. And don't skill. cheat. My thing, point night. my thing is going to be pretend you're not playing Chicago for my giant key to victory. Okay. Um, again, go out there and assume you're playing New Jersey or whoever. This team in the past, granted, new era, new coach, all that. But this team in the past, the game against San Jose a month ago, they have a tendency to kind of sleepwalk into these games when they know they have an, an easier night. You cannot let that happen today. This is still a group of 18 NHLers you're going up against. They've been getting league average goaltending this year. You can't go into this game and think you're just going to absolutely walk over Chicago. You need to play with some amount of respect. Pretend you're playing the Tampa Bay Lightning again. Pretend you're playing the 2010 Chicago Blackhawks or whatever. Go out and win this game handedly. That is our short for Giants victory. Pat, you got one? Ooh, that's a tough one. Yeah, I think I'm with you. Keep the foot down and just honestly, like you said, pretend that we're not playing Chicago and just kind of put the puck in the back of the net. Honestly, maybe stay out of the box too because I've seen a lot of that and I know their power play is not great, but it could be deflating if we go down one or two quick. So stay out of the box is going to be mine. It's a good point. Um, staying out of the box. The Oilers have struggled with that at certain points this season. Uh, discipline, not exactly their forte. Granted, they got bailed out, I think, a couple of times in that game against uh, against the New Jersey Devils. Just taking a peek here at times shorthanded per game over the course of this seven game heater. The Oilers are still a top 10 penalized team in the league, averaging 3.43 times shorthanded per game. So even though they've been playing, they've been winning. Eventually, like your penalty kill is not going to be 95% all year. Eventually, you're going to give up some power play goals. Staying out of the box is a good way to extend this PK heater, though. Yeah. I Who was it we we had on the show the other week? It was to, oh, it was Gazdick was talking about like the pride you have on the penalty kill. And yeah. He said the others have really eliminated the group that goes out there on the PK now. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really helped them. Well, coaching. That's just, just a good I don't, I, I, I'm, I'm scared to suggest that, Liam, <laughs> but maybe it's coaching. I don't know. Come on. <laughs> All right. <laughs> There's your keys to victory for Sherwood Power Sports and Marine. Uh, I just wanted to take a look at it. An interesting question that I floated up to Frank Saravalli today on DFO Live. And I wanted to throw your guys away as well. When you look at the wildcard standings in the Western Conference, first off, the Oilers are kind of right there again. Yeah, 500 really points are. percentage. Like they're knocking at the door. Shout out to Arkells of, uh, of a playoff spot here. If you win your games in hand, you're in all of a sudden, which is fantastic. Um, but Arizona sitting in that number two. But I guess I just I wanted to pick your guys' brain on which one of these teams in and around the Oilers are legitimate threats. Um, not Anaheim. They've been really, really bad recently. Dude, they're, they're at the bottom. Them. They're not near us anymore. <laughs> True. My my apologies. That was a very brave take. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just think they they had a decent start. So not Anaheim. Seattle, they've they've fallen off a little bit too, haven't they? I think Minnesota will turn it. I th- honestly like. I think all those teams from Minnesota up are actually pretty good in their own way. I just think eventually Nashville and St. Louis will probably fall off because I don't actually think they want to be in that situation too. I think they want to be competitive, but I don't know if they want to be a playoff team. Yeah. I think Calgary are being forced to be a playoff team because they can't decide what they want to do. They're eleven and fourteen. They're doomed. They're they they have 11 wins in 20 games. They just played yeah. a million games. 
but they're only three points out. Like because they got nine, they've played. They, we have three games in hand on them. I just think I wouldn't rule them out yet. They I, were right there last year too. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't rule them out until they actually start trading off pieces, which is which what is, I think St. Louis and Nashville will both inevitably do as well. Which is why I wouldn't rule them out. I think Arizona. I think Arizona stays team. in. Yeah, me too. I, I think, think they stay in pretty good. Uh, I think Nashville will have a fall from grace once again. They played a bunch of games. St. Louis, I don't know where St. Louis is at. I I don't. The, the, to me, they're either they're like I think it's uh, a like obviously Oilers are in, but like I think it's like going to be a battle of those three. Honestly, like well, we'd have to jump. Yeah, there's no way we can jump L.A. or or, or Vegas. They're just too far ahead. The only good thing is is that we get to play Vegas and L.A. six times a season. Still. Those are very important games. Uh, so we'll huge. see. Yeah, they, they're massive. Um, so maybe you want to finish WC1 and hopefully play the, Winnipeg and hope they win the conference. <laughs> yeah. Or sorry, win their division, but lose the conference. Yeah. There's uh, no easy game, though. If you make the playoffs, no. all those teams are yeah. tough. So yeah, I, I, I would say, yeah, St. Louis, Edmonton, Arizona. In that order? Kind of your power rankings? Well, Edmonton, number one. Yeah, and then St. Louis, Arizona, mini. I think I saw Mini as like Mini could come like man like they could they they, it out they got some sick. like Erickson Eck holy shit Matt Boldy Matt is, Boldy is holy shit Kufrio Caprizo well he's, he's quiet but, shit. oh I, he missed the open net the other day which mm-hmm. would have gave him the the, the win lead, yeah. right yeah. yeah yeah I don't know I. I'm not writing off the Oilers' ability. Like, I mean, Rick was talking about them winning the division, so yeah. that's not happening. Uh, right? like, Love you. Well, never lose again, but uh, <laughs> you never know. Like, it's it, it, these teams can slide, and they've and well, I think it, we I can see Vegas, like Vegas has shown that it can slide. L.A. is just not stopping. New, no. they're sixteen five and four. That's L.A. is crazy. not stopping. It is mm-hmm. scary. They are scary. I am scared. <laughs> Liam uh, rank the teams in the wild card picture from the Oilers down. Who do you who do you kind of how do you view it? How many teams do you want me to rank? Well, I'll just go like three or four teams All with right. legitimate playoff chances. Okay, I'll say Edmonton is one. Yeah, one. I guess I gave you that one. You didn't, you didn't have a choice. Arizona two, St. Louis three. I'll say Minnesota four, Calgary five. Calgary's interesting too. Oh, but Nashville, how can you rule on? I don't know. This uh, turmoil. Turmoil and. They're all just the same. It, and that's kind of what's interesting about this is that they all are so flawed. Like, like Nashville, Nashville hey. cannot score. Hey. Arizona has hey. no blue line. Hey. St. Louis is Sorry. old. We're old. We're not old. We're, We're old. getting up there, man. We're in the prime of our careers. Didn't you hear Jack say that on the broadcast the other day? I love Jack. He said, We're all living babies and we're in the prime of our careers. Jack Michael said that. Yeah, because he showed the montage of basically everyone on the Edmonton Oilers having a child this past summer. Getting their dad's strength, Jay. You know, that's the thing. All these new dads are tired. My daughter got up three times last night. So if I look spaced out sometimes, it's because I am tired. Fair enough. There you go. That's a look into the playoff picture. Uh, Jay, I know you're itching to get into our Betway Game Day Challenge. I don't know. I'm I'm once again tired, so I I'm chasing tonight. Let's uh, let's dig into things. The courtesy of Betway, your spot. If you want to get in on the action, 19 plus, please play responsibly. Uh, Jay is on a heater of all heaters, like the Oilers themselves. You cannot make a wrong bet right now, oh, and you would think he's doing that thing again. 
Doing what? Bush Giving you compliments? Bush and the Oilers. You're over complimenting. You would think that you now comfortably in first place of our game day betting challenge would maybe nibble around the edges, pick some safer ones just to I, stay in the lead. I did. I did the last couple, but I think it's time. I think this is a game to Florida again. You're chasing the juice. What do you like tonight? Do we have a board? There we go. There it is. <laughs> I was that picture. Well, it, 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 it makes too much sense. Um, Oilers to win money line. Yep. Right. Like, even though that, that like you should be chasing puck line, but puck line doesn't pay anything either. Pair that with six and a half goals. If Oilers put up six, seven, well, there you go. There's your over. McDavid, so hot right now. Easy two plus points. And you could almost argue that this is like a coming home game for Connor Bedard. Is he from North Van? Yes. But he played his junior hockey in Regina, Saskatchewan. True. So you're just throwing a dart in the middle of the two. So like he's but but he's gonna have people at this game. Right, yeah. he's gonna have billets. He's gonna have friends uh, from Regina. Obviously, he'll probably he's probably got his family following the. There's probably a west western road swing. Like he's gonna want to show up. So he's just not gonna pass it to anyone tonight. He's, gonna he's just gonna there. put it in the net or receive it, you know, or maybe put it off someone's shin pad. So why not? Like, and it's Connor against Connor. Like, don't you think he wants to like try to like. See how he matches up against Connor. Like to me, this just like jumps off at the page, off the page, and it pays very dear. So <laughs> that is my logic. Who's riding with me? Thirty-seven percent of people apparently. Ten to one. Let's you put them in the chat. Put a poll. Put a poll up. Yeah, thirty percent riding Jay. I am. And no listen, me. you wanted to clown me, Jay. Connor McDavid to get a power play point. It's basically free money. I, I know, but th- this is a game and, 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 you know, it's, it's, it's about making money. Right. But I think this is a game you should, ch- like, we should be chasing it. I don't know. What'd you go with Liam? I was paying attention. I was too busy explaining about how Regina is home to Connor McDart. I went back to old reliable power play and empty net goal. But that means the game's going to be close. Chicago actually have been in pretty close. Yeah, I, I, I can see this being a close game. I can see this being like six, five. Uh, and both Connors have a hat trick. And if the Oilers are up like 4-2 or something like that, then Chicago's probably going to pull the goalie. There you go. I think it'll be a 5-2 game for the Oilers. Empty net goal. Uh, 46% of the chat now running with Jay in this one here Woo! tonight. So he's got the people's Let's heart. go! I got the people's bet today. Connor McDavid over the course of this seven-game winning streak has seven points on the power play. He's hit this mark in five of seven, and they're giving it to me at almost even money. Hello. Oh, no. Okay. Hammering it. Sure. And Hammer. what if I hit mine? Then you're continuing to live good. You're up 14 units and it's a runaway. You can only hammer it so much. <laughs> I think you should do it. Did you see Spiced so, Oil made a made you uh, a picture? Let me see. This is, how, this is what happens if they lose tonight. <laughs> oh, that's such a cursed image. Why? <laughs> I don't want to look at something like that. Oh, he just did. I just retweet it, everyone. You can go take a look on my Twitter. All right. <laughs> uh, Jay wins the poll. Who's who's running? 47. Tonight's a night to be silly. We, yeah, uh, we're on a heater. You don't sure. need to manifest anything. Like, it's like if they just go out, like, there's just going to be like points all over the place. So, mm-hmm. why not connect it all in a beautiful bundled bet? Why not? Jay is getting very confident with his bets. He texted me on Friday, knowing my bet didn't hit, and said, Did your bet hit? I said, No. He said, Okay, mine did. So thanks, Jay. Nice 9.45 p.m. Friday. Well, I'm at home <laughs> watching the game. Going to have some fun. 
Lonely. <laughs> Lonely. We're going to the game together tonight, though. We are going to the game together. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'll ride with you on that 10 to 1. Just have the sweat. Yeah. Why not? Why not? May as well. All right. Uh, continuing along, got to tell everybody about a couple of nation events that are coming up in the next few months. Mm-hmm. First off, the nation vacation for Alberta Blue Cross and their travel insurance. Visit ab.bluecross.ca slash travel to learn more and go to nationgear.ca to get in on our trip to Zona. We are heading to the desert. Flights, hotel, hockey. It is all included for nineteen ninety nine for WC1. Against could be. Davis, that yeah. could be a really big hockey I game. I know. Never would have thought that one. In the mullet arena. I am so excited to go to the mullet arena. Like, I am so excited. It's the best. It's going to be great. Yeah. Sitting in the den, the three of us, 50 of us. Almost. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, almost every nation, like, there's, we have a lot of nation employees coming down, all the on air folks. Like, excited. And we're all together. All sit in the den. I guess it's not not really spread out, can you? Yeah. 50 individual seats. There you go. Our that arena is so small, it feels like we're together. Our nation vacation coming up in February. And then we also have Kona Jasper. Our friends at Tourism Jasper, they always put on an unbelievable event out there uh, at the Fairmont JPL. You can head to chehockey.com if you want to find out how to register in the tournament. Limited spots available. We just had a... It's been moving really good. Thank oh, you wow. for coming and joining us there. I just had a call with Tourism Jasper. Uh, limited spots. So if you want to put in a team, Go check out Canadian Hockey Enterprises and do that. But uh, it looks like we're uh, planning some fun stuff for that. Uh, Such a crazy And it's place. a BOA. So BOA think, watch party. Yeah. A BOA watch party. I think we should do like a little pregame pregame show with like uh, with Ooh. Barnburner yeah. and, uh, and O&E. And sure. just smash it together and leading up to Boardsy's show. And then uh, do a little of activation while we watch the game. Uh, David said, what is the cutoff for the nation vacation to Arizona? Um, it is whenever it sells out and it's starting to move. So you yeah, won't want to move. It's again. starting to move. I think the latest, mm-hmm. like if we, yeah, it's probably the latest is probably first week, second week of Jan, I think is when we have to cut off with all of our partners. Mm-hmm. So, but, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's moving fast. So you probably want to get in there before, uh, before that deadline. Cause it's been, it's looking like it's been a really good Christmas present. Yeah. Uh, Rusty is in and says he's tempted to go with the Kane goal for the survivor oh, pool on daily face-off. Interesting. Someone I else like wanted it. to know. Uh, Reagan was in and wanted to know what our picks are tonight. Are you still alive, Jay? I have uh, rough start. Oh, you're out? I'm out. I'm still, I'm still kicking. Flash was up, Pat. I want to take a look at him. I think I'm going Florida over 29 and a half shots. I'm going Kane. I mean, he's actually playing really well right now. Yeah, but a goal is so hard. Okay, you told me that last week, and I went with Sebastian Aho, and Aho missed, and my Kucherov goal hit. So if this, okay, I'm not. You also to told me. me to take a hit bet. We should never take advice from one another when it comes to go with your game. heart. Always yeah, go with your heart. Then my, my heart, heart says Florida over twenty nine and a half shots. My heart says Evander King goal, anti right. net goal. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Giddy up. There you go. Wendy's and the Daily Faceoff Survivor game. What's that new combo they got, Liam? What's the word I'm looking for? Syrup. Dipitous. The brand new French toast sticks and so chicken strips. Together, it comes with a thing of syrup as well. I know. So it's dunk them in one dynamite. bite. Mm. So good. The that duo you didn't know you needed, whether you win or lose in the Survivor game, you can be a winner by going to Wendy's for lunch or ordering on the Wendy's app. You notice they don't have uh, French bagels? I have picked that up. Baked potatoes. What does that even mean? Well, French toast requires bread and does not require a bagel. You could, you could though. No, let's not do it. Try it. Let us know. I might try it. Do a French toast bagel. French, well, everything bagel. Uh, Everything bagel might be weird. I think you got to go plain sesame bagel for that or just a plain white bagel. Give it a try. I might, I might give that a try and I'll let you you guys know. Yeah. You let me know. (laughs) <laughs> okay, uh, let's wrap up the show by taking one more quick peek uh, into the Finning Cat YouTube chat. Um, Sergeant Battle, do I need to come out and watch the tourney for a day at Jasper? It is beautiful out on the edge oh, there. Yeah, That's come hang time. out. Even if you can't play, come mm-hmm. come join us. Come to the watch party. Because you could just, if you're going, you could just skate around the loop that they have there at yeah. the JPL all day. It's amazing. Uh, Rusty says it's an ESPN game tonight, so closer to 8.15 or 8.20, but it's not a part of a double header. So I actually don't know if that's going to be true. The TNT doubleheaders are always what push it. Tonight's puck drop might actually be closer to 810. But I, I touched in the bed last night. And I said to my girlfriend, I'm like, wow, it's barely it's going to be like 10 minutes into the first period tomorrow at this in, time. Yeah, an early bedtime last night. Oh, it was very kind nice. of yeah. very disruptive. Thieving. All right, uh, shout out to Finning Cat. You guys were great in the, in the YouTube chat today. Finning cat. So that means you didn't watch the end of the Monday night football game, which no. was crazy. That was insane. It was the first time in the last the veto. The veto was His unbelievable. Agent, dude. Oh my god. But the Tennessee Miami game, I think I meant to start right. It's the first time in 734 games that a team has come behind from two touchdowns to win a football game in the last three minutes of a football game. How did they? I didn't catch the end of the game either. How did they get two touchdowns in a minute? Uh, Tennessee or yeah. Miami? Tennessee. In a minute, you said three minutes. Three in, in the, the final three, three minutes, minutes, but it only took them a minute to yeah. score them both. So the first one, they just basically checked down the whole way and just walked down the field. And then I think they got that just before the two minute warning. So they called a bunch of timeouts. Ah. Uh, and then they got the ball back, scored again. 
Derek Henry, which is great for my fantasy team. Beat my dad by 0.4 yesterday. Oh, that's so that was nice. Uh, and then, yeah, Miami came back and couldn't score again. They they were brutal all night. And then, yeah. The minute they lost Tyreek Hill. Yeah. DeVito is, was unbelievable. No. To and now he runs the ball well. Don't yeah. blink. But the Buffalo Bills might have a shot at the AFC East title. Yeah, that was that was big. For that you. was huge. Well, but is isn't the whole thing about the Dolphins and Rick Earmuffs that they're kind of frauds? They are. Frauds. They are. Frauds. They're very fraudulent. Do you know what? Though? Sorry, Pat. Half the NFL <laughs> yeah. is frauds. There's like two good teams because there's no good quarterbacks. There's no good quarterbacks. Like, who uh, are the Joe good Blanco? teams? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. The good teams are like maybe Baltimore. Baltimore I, uh, and Dallas might be the only good teams in the league. I'm in a pool where I'm I have to Philly, pick every game every week against the spread. And there's like 100 people in the pool. And the tiebreaker is you have to pick the total amount of points on one of the Monday night football games. That field goal at the buzzer between New York and Green Bay pushed the total to 46. And my guess was 45. So I won my week and won the pot. So I woke up this morning. I went to bed for the end of the games, too, because I thought I was cooked. I woke up this morning, looked, had a nice e-transfer from the guy that runs the pool. Go. I won my weekly pot. So we both had good nights. Is it great? Uh, I, I actually like it, how they do two two games on a Monday night. Well, that just, they haven't done that in a while. They, no, they've done it. This is the third time this season. Oh, yeah. yeah. They started the season doing yeah. that, and then they slowed down now they're doing it again. So I, I like it, too. I think this one was for the purpose of fantasy football players. It was the last week before the playoffs in fantasy football. So I think this one had a, like a little bit of a little bit of that sprinkled in is why they did it for this oh. day. Clever. I think uh, next week there's well this week there's Thursday and then there's three games on Saturday because there's normal bye weeks. You have your Sunday slate and then you have Baltimore, Jacksonville on uh, seven Monday or Sunday. So it should be pretty good. That's there's some big big games, uh, especially yeah. when it comes to the race that the Bills are in. It's awesome. Who Indy plays Pitt? Yeah, that's a big one. It sucks. Yeah, it's going to be a great weekend. Oh. All right. Um, let's wrap this thing up. Shout out to everyone in the Fitting Cat YouTube chat. You guys were great. Short for Giant Game Day edition of the show. Oilers and Hawks will have a new episode of Oilers Nation Radio dropping later this afternoon. Then myself and Boardsy are going live with pre-gaming at 7 o'clock tonight, bringing you right up until puck drops. So make sure you hit the subscribe button if you haven't already. Make sure you hit the like button before you close your browser and make sure you come back right here tomorrow at 1201 Mountain when we could be potentially talking about an eight-game heater for the Oilers. Chat with you then. Thank you for watching Oilers Nation every day. Hit the subscribe button to never miss a show. And for more, visit OilersNation.com.